Podlita. My goodness me. Oh, we'll get there. Private panel. I'm on want to wear that top? It's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads? Mr. J. Ira Tulip. Hello, everyone. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Podleadum. I'm one of your three Podleadum co-hosts. My name is J.W. Crump, and just remember, be beautiful and use your loveliness. I'm Alexander Price, and there's different sorts of sexy, but model sexy is sexiest. And I'm international and domestic star, Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm friggin' hot. I'm hot. I don't know about y'all. Very good. Everyone's very good. Do you like this like NPR style? That's what I'm pivoting to. Very hard that. pivot. Hard pivot. All right. Because this is the girls who crawl. What are they crawling towards? Victory? After last week's episode, this title was a choice. Well, we're also skipping over, as, as Hannah and JW normally do, the recap episode, which tricked Hannah into almost watched it. Oh, it almost got me. It almost got me, but it didn't. The title of the recap was The Girl Who Runs Into the Glass Door. And spoiler alert, that's Bianca, and it's terrifying. And how dare that be the best episode <laughs> title of the season? So let's all quickly run through it. I did the emotional labor of watching the recap. I'm going to sure. say it. Right before you do that, though, I am going to say that we get some financial labor from some oh. of our supporters Woo. through anchor.fm slash podleadum. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash podleadum. Giving a shout out to this week's, uh, you know, featured supporter, Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> Is it Cycle 10, Lauren? I Hope so. Just pouring 40s in people's mouths and pouring money into our hearts and our wallets. And if you want to support us, you can support us for as little as 99 cents a month through anchor.fm slash pod Now let's get into that recappy recap. So suffice it to say, this recap tries to gaslight us into thinking Ebony was terrible. It doesn't work. Well, good. Fun things, though. We learn how spontaneous got her name. It was that her birth was so easy, her mother said, well, this child is spontaneous, and gave her that name. I uh, like it. Yeah. Uh, why, why didn't we get that in her audition? We got nothing about spontaneous. That's such a cute little story. Right? You know, if my mom had named me based on the same thing, I would have been called 32 hours. <laughs> <laughs> like six from Blossom. Fun fact, I was both... If I remember this correctly, and my mom's probably going to be like, this is a lie, but if I remember this correctly, I was both... Upside down and came out feet first. Upside but down also and breach? feet first. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you're still here. Yep. Making it difficult. I would say, <laughs> I was about to say, I don't think it's weird that I'm still here. I, I think it's funny that my mom still talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, fun things. We got a fashion. So, when before the girls got on the cruise, we got a fashion checkpoint with Miss J where he <laughs> had the famous. Fashion trash can. <gasps> Fast trashers back. Yes. Why will we never see the fashion can? I Why don't do we know. have a recurring plot line, but only in the recap episodes? <laughs> also, 
when they asked the girls at auditions, like, why do you deserve to be America's Next Top Model, right? The, like, weird, they were all sitting around there. Victoria, she's all that at herself and, like, pulled <laughs> down her hair and, like, shook it out. It was great. Good for her. Yeah. And then did a choreographed dance while Usher yelled I at mean, the moves. She just walked downstairs <laughs> away oh, oh, from the room. Also, in the same part, Bianca, when she responded, y'all, I don't know why they cut this out because this was great. Bianca says... I feel I'm America's next top model because I know I'm going to stay true to myself and where I'm from. And though where I'm from is horrible, it doesn't determine who I am. Tyra says, Queens is horrible. And she goes, it, it, it ain't horrible, but it ain't the suburbs. Bianca. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we get to the, the titular girl who runs into the door. Bianca is running around the house very, very fast. There is a glass sliding door that you hear an audible, dunk, and all the girls <laughs> in the house, including outside, and on oh, the first no. floor, here, she has run full face into the, the door. And it's like a full shroud of Turin because you can see her eyelashes in the imprint on the door. And she has to, like, hold ice to her mouth because it's so, like... I'm shocked so she didn't, swollen. like, break her nose or something. Right? Jenna chipped... So she's dealing with smoking, right? And she, she's playing around and throwing balls of grass at the girls. But one day she gets in the pool and lightly as she's coming back up, she chips her front tooth on ah. the side of the pool. Thanks. So she gets to take a visit to Dr. Edgardo Falcon Jr. <laughs> Wait, Jr.? Yeah, he's always been Dr. Edgardo Falcon Jr. Oh, I forgot that part. He's my, you know, he's my favorite recurring guest yeah. on the show, truly. Our compassionate dentist. Yeah, right. In the Bianca Salicia <laughs> fight, Chantal throws herself in the middle and does some appropriated uh, speech that was not the look, and Bianca calls her out for it. Oh. And says something to the effect of, like, that hood look is not for you. It's not cute. Don't try it. Like, no, 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 no. Interesting. Fun Bianca story. So this recap was Bianca, is what you're telling us. Bianca (laughs) clogs, while Janet's still there, Bianca clogs the toilet so bad that Janet has to teach her how to use a plunger oh my God. through the door. <laughs> Mama Janet. <laughs> That's why she left those paper towels there. <laughs> She's like, these do not belong in the bathroom. Don't try to flush these. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. So in the same recap episode, she both runs into a door full steam ahead and also clogs the toilet so bad that she has to have help unblocking it. Yeah. We also get... Bianca! This is how an all-star's made. Truly. It's how an all-star's made. We also get Bianca. They're doing like this weird bonding game with tissue paper where they like rip it up and they have to say something. When they put the tissue, I don't know how this game works. It and then the tissue fair. paper comes to life as yeah. a golem. Yeah. But Bianca basically has a great moment where she's like, I came in here thinking I was going to hate you all. I really like everyone here. It like is a great, nice moment for Bianca that we're not seeing. I don't know. It's strange. Jenna may have a crush on Sarah, just like Hannah, uh-huh. which would be fun news. And then the last thing I'm going to talk about is we get this weird, you know how we haven't had a Tyra one-on-one? Mm-hmm. So Tyra comes in immediately reads Janet, who's just left, about the panties thing, where she's like, I sit down, she's like, oh, are my panties showing? Are they Are they showing? Are they, oh, yes. Then she says in ADR, there's ADR in the recap, guys. <laughs> We're going to talk about body image and weight, where we meet Dr. Lori Paulus, and also Danny comes in. Cycle 
six, Danny? Yes. Why? Yes. So that she can tell this story. And I want to get your temperature on this story. So I'm going to break. Danny was told when she won and moved to New York to immediately lose weight. She then called Tyra, who was very angry at that. And then they planned together how she could eat healthy and exercise. And then she lost the weight. And they're presenting it as like, see, you shouldn't let the pressures of the industry get to you. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure the pressures work. But she still lost the weight. Yeah. That's fascinating, especially since it's, it's such a parallel to the feedback that Tyra got in the famous, me and my mom are going to sit down and we're going to have pizza, yeah. which is both in her book that I've read that she co-wrote with her mother and she's told on the show probably multiple times. Mm-hmm. I thought that's how that was going to end. No, that's the weirdest part about it. It's like the wrong thing at all. Well, and that's the thing is like, you know, if she wanted to lose weight and she ate healthy and didn't starve herself or anything like that, didn't do anything like too drastic and did exercise, like it's okay to like tone up and lose weight. It's just weird to present that story. Exactly. Yes. Also, lastly, because I thought it was funny and I, that's my favorite note I've ever wrote. Heather equals JW. Why? <laughs> because she said when Tyson came over, she said, I don't know why but I have a sudden fascination with men's arms. Woo, it was so big. Fine specimen he is. Uh-huh. And I was like, big arms. I love a big arm. I do. I do. That's true. Heather, I get you. Uh, and then when she was talking about the girls staying, uh, who's still in the competition, like who's going to, whatever, she gets into a, a consonance alliteration loop that she has trouble getting out of, where each girl gets a double, like, statuesque stunner spunky sweetie fascinating features bubbly blonde like that and i'm like mm. <laughs> yeah so funny thank you you're welcome thank you for watching the recap i might find the clip of the door yeah <laughs> <It's> <laughs> really honestly oh man okay so we're getting into the episode proper and bianca again i have one note from the previous leons sure which is that when speaking of Tyson Beckford, Tyra goes Tyson Beckford in a in a way that I did not enjoy. Even in the previously on, it's so funny. <laughs> um, so they're in their you know sweet ass limo bus driving away, and I actually love this from Bianca. I agree with the choice that Ebony made, mm-hmm. but I love that Bianca's like, hey. You might miss your friends and family, but your friends are still going to be there. And there's only a couple of weeks left. They're not. You'll see them, which is normally how I feel about stuff. And it's why I almost never get homesick. I'm like, but I will see them. Sure, I agree. I'm the same way. It is also very interesting to me that Bianca has a better handle on what just happened than the show does. Mm -hmm. Because she says, I think Ebony wanted to be here in the beginning. And then she started missing family members. The show tried to convince us was not true. That's the true journey. It's almost as if Bianca talked to Ebony. (laughs) Can I say, and I forgot to mention in a previous episode, this is a nickname house. Yeah. They call Ambriel Am. And that's such a shorten of her name that sometimes it doesn't sound like anything. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Because they'll say Sal, too, for Salisha. And Uh they also said uh, Vic a lot of times for Victoria. These girls have no time for names. <laughs> who is the nicknamer? Who do we who do we think is the nicknamer? Oh, because there's always one. Yeah, that's a ooh. I almost See, think it's like a Chantal. I was, I was going to I say I was going to guess it's Bianca asserting her power. Ooh. I'm going to change her name. And Bianca's like, "What are you going to call me?" <laughs> Anka. <laughs> you already have an Anda. 
Heather. E. You're just going to be Heather. <laughs> you know? You're going to be her. <laughs> so this is a sepia tone festival. Yeah. We are getting ebony sepia tones. We're getting Ambriel se- sepia tones. And then a mental sepia tone of Sarah's plot line oh. recently. And y'all, Chantal sipping the tea of victimhood while she is listening to Sarah. And Chantal's like, mm, I'm sensing weakness, but I can't let them know because I'm friendly. <laughs> it is so sad to watch sarah get broken down by the show yeah and to say that she just kind of feels like she's wrong like her body like Mm -hmm. that there is no right to her body that's a rough sentence chantal really reveals her personality Uh as a person because chantal talks about how bad sarah is feeling and chantal then says she's not even pretending she feels good wow what a revealing sentence about the speaker. And it's so consistent with what we've seen from Chantal. I'm just like, there's something about Chantal as a person that's very pragmatic. That's very much like, I'm in a competition where I have to win. I know that they like positive people, so I'm going to show them that I'm positive, and that's just what it is. She is very compartmentalized. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She took those extra boxes from Jenna's shoot last week, and she is just <laughs> storing emotions and feelings in different boxes. I feel like I don't have any doubts of myself. Where others are lacking, I've got it all. <laughs> this close to Glenn Close. This close to Glenn Close. <laughs> I really didn't like what happens in the tiny jacuzzi. Oh, my God. Because they are talking about Heather in the third person while Heather is sitting with there. them. So this, I went on a whole journey with this. <laughs> yes, where please take And they open up on the pool, Heather isn't there. Right. And I'm looking at my phone, writing a note, and I hear Bianca talking shit about Heather, and I'm like, wow, this is extreme. And then I look up, and Heather is sitting right there. And I was like, wait a second. She is saying this about Heather to Heather? Like, this is yes. crazy. And the only person seemingly standing up for her is Jenna basically saying like you haven't seen her film you haven't so i don't know what you're talking about I, well yes jenna very much does stand up for her but then chantal immediately says that bianca is just being argumentative like sure everyone is standing up I, but they're for all heather. talking about heather as though heather is not there which yeah is that good absolutely not but they're all disagreeing with bianca's assertion because bianca's thing is that heather quote doesn't have to do anything they give her this eye makeup and then she just sits there and again we've not seen evidence of that she's done the challenges she's been on a rock climbing wall she's written and starred in a psa like she's doing things that she's succeeding at and heather is like the other weirdest thing is heather's engaging in this conversation right she's like standing up for herself and then bianca continues to not call her you like yeah it's really dismissive in a real uncomfortable way that i don't appreciate and heather has an understanding of what modeling is she says it's i like art i like making art and this is art with your body well she says i actually do think about what the picture is going to look like before it happens which is why she thinks she's been successful because she has that artistic mindset which makes a lot of sense then bianca because jenna chantal etc are 
defending says that she thinks everyone in the house babies Heather. And I'm like, you're the only one we've seen infantilize her except a little Celicia. Celicia, yeah. To be fair, Celicia too. But like... And then says yet another revealing sentence, which is that like she and Heather could be cool. We could be cool, but Heather's kicking half y'all asses. And I'm like, oh, so you're just doing this. To get in her head. It's all psychological. So... Hannah, thank you for the gift of the perfect segue to something that I ended up deep diving researching about that I want to share. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> All right. So we've talked a little bit here and there about the cover girl of the week that the audience right. of the show voted on. I really want to do a, a small, a little, a lot of deep dive, like a, a medium, like, like a jacuzzi level dive. You okay. Know what I mean? This Just tiny thin jacuzzi. Splish splash taking a bath. That's what I want. You know as long I mean? as we follow proper pool safety standards, I will. Allow. You know, I always will. <laughs> you know, as the non swimmer of the group, I have to or I perish. So they did Cover Girl of the Week cycles three through 10. So we're almost at the conclusion of it. Yeah. Which surprised me because Cover Girl kept being a prize on the show far beyond that. But whatever. Heather, Bianca had good reason to think that Heather was going to win this cycle because Heather is the second most dominant winner of this award ever. Wow. Heather, Heather won for her time on the show. She won every single week except <gasps> the first week. Any guesses just out of curiosity? Uh, Lisa? Yep. Lisa was the first week. Nice. People really liked her from the audition episode, which was cool. Um, Heather even ends up, spoiler alert, like winning it, the episode she gets eliminated, which has only happened a couple of times. Yeah. So, Takara, I think, famously also did the mm-hmm. same thing. And uh, Katazinya, mm. as we'll see. But that cycle, everyone won. So that right. was just coincidental. <laughs> Do you want to guess? Because I said second most dominant, meaning that there was one person who won in their cycle every week. Who do you think that was? In a cycle and we've already looked at? 10. It is. It's not 10. Okay. Okay. And again, cycles three through nine. Anne. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? Give me a real guess. Could you imagine that that's why they kept her on so long? It's not like Danny, is it? No, though Danny did quite well. Joni won a lot and some other people won too. Carrie D is the third most dominant. Okay. She did very well. Naima. (gasps) What? Won every single week. Jazzman. Couldn't mm-hmm. tell you, but I got to say, I almost feel like the show knew better than we did. I like guess. the show was like, people are going to love Naima. Wow. She's a tippity top model. Stealing my spot. <laughs> I'm so anyway, learning. This was, this was all to say that like, Bianca has such a good, for all of her big brother's survivor, amazing race strategy. Bianca's not wrong. Heather's doing well and America's going to love her. Is there a future in which we get a Big Brother cast made up entirely of America's Next Top Model <gasps> contestants. Oh no, because, oh, no uh, Hannah. Oh, no, Hannah. I will talk about this for such a long time. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Who even cares? Uh, music episode. video. Bye. <laughs> Secondary Tyra Mail eventually. <laughs> hate this Tyra oh, Mail. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hate this Tyra Mail. This is why I'm hot, and this is why you're not. Yeah. Yet. And Bianca stays, says it's cute. Like, Salisha says that's cute. Oh, that's And then lovely. Chantal goes, I'm pretty hot. I don't know. <laughs> no, Thanks, she Chantal. Says, I'm friggin' hot. I'm hot. <laughs> I don't she? know about y'all. Who is she? Brittany? 
I love it. I'm freaking hot. But then y'all, secondary Tyramale. Oh <laughs> uh, so they arrive at a dance studio. Secondary Tyramale. <laughs> <laughs> Where there's a bunch of beige dance leotards and jazz shoes. And this scavenger hunt of a Tyramale. <laughs> Put these on. Love is almost Tyra. like Get dressed. It's almost like you know, did, did anyone else see the Suspiria remake? It is very that. It's not not that. It's not yeah. not that. For sure, for sure, for sure. This I is love Tyra it. in full like gossip girl mode. Instantly. <laughs> Instantly. I love that Sarah said exactly what I was writing at the exact moment, which is, oh, these are unflattering. These are uh-huh. not flattering. I wrote the same note. <laughs> I love that they kept it in. So Tyra enters to some cowboy bebop ass music. Looking, wanting to be Debbie Allen, but Clearly. barely, barely achieving P.T. Barnum because this <laughs> stick that she has is too short to do what she wants to do with it. Which is a shame because this is such a famous speech and I love this speech. Oh, it's so good. And I love Debbie Allen. I do too. I love her. I am a longtime Grey's Anatomy watcher, still watching Grey's. <sighs> Also a long time So You Think You Can Dance watcher. And yes. she's probably the, the best, best judge, judge yes. on So You Think You Can Dance of all time. Which is great because now you get to have both her and Tyra on So You Think You Can Dance. No, it's no. Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the oh, stars. darn it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted that to happen for you, Hannah. It's okay. I'm so sorry. But I love I love Debbie Allen. Did you ever watch the Fame TV series? Just bits. I haven't said, I have like, after like, re- I went, I paused this episode while I was watching it. I watched... <laughs> The real thing. I needed like a cleansing moment of watching the actual Debbie Allen speech. And now I'm like, should I be using quarantine to just watch Watch all of the fame TV show? I mean, maybe. That show is absolutely not what you think it is. (laughs) It is wild. And their favorite. It's did y'all know that the TV series is a musical with all original songs? What? Wow. And that Janet Jackson stars in one of the seasons as a main character. What? Well, yeah, so new podcast idea. This. I, I, it's called absolutely. Shame. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. I will say this though, and I, she shows this skill off often. I'll never stop being impressed with the flexibility that Tyra has in her legs because that leg up holding it up next to her head. I'm just like, wow, you really still have that, Tyra. You have control of your body in a way that I can only aspire to. She and has then, and then Heather does her, her fake sad one, which is very <laughs> funny. She has control over her legs. She doesn't understand her arms or how charades works because she does like a cam- like a movie, ca- old-timey movie camera, no, but it's, backwards... It's, it's, but if you cranked it from both sides, <laughs> it's, it's, oh my God, it's, oh, 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 you know, on a train track where it's those things, that's yes. like the seesaw that just goes up and down. <laughs> I'm going to teach you guys about being sexy and moving for a TV camera or a music video. And it's just like a hip hop gesture. We also get mentions of a George Michael video and a Lionel Richie video. George Tyra. Michael's too funky. And shockingly, no mention of Shake Your Body. Or or Tina Turner's Love Thing or Michael Jackson's Black or White that she was also and in. And I also feel like, I don't know if there's a music video for it, but um, she was in Kobe Bryant's debut and only 
rap single, K-O-B-E. Oh, she also She's featured on the soundtrack. I don't know if there's a music video for it that she was in. She also guest hosted Soul Train. That's actually really cool. Right? I kind of want to watch that. Man, she's really, really had a... That. Guys, we don't talk about it enough because we're always just, you know, mocking her in this show, but she's had one hell of a career. Really? The weirdest thing is the two music videos of the show, the clips are just her being a model. Like, yeah. it's literally just her walking and then walking in slow motion. Yes. Absolutely. I love... This is why I watch with captions, because I would miss stuff like this. After all of this explanation, Bianca says, where did that come from? <laughs> and I have no idea what she's referencing, but it sounds like she's saying it in response to Tyra's braggadocious speech. Like, I mean, where did that come from? Right? She's like shoulder bumps, Chantal. Before we get into this teach, there is a piano in the background of this scene that has a boombox on the seat, on the bench. We didn't want to move this piano that no one's ever going to play in this. We, we didn't want to just get rid, strike that. Alexander, you know full well when you rent a rehearsal space, if there's a piano in there, that is where that piano lives. And it is <laughs> impossible true. to get away from it. You can't take I, that break up. I've done huge uh, whole improv scenes on top of a piano that would not leave a rehearsal space. <gasps> Can we talk? Can we talk about... it's? It, it, this is one of the better Tyra teaches. I like Tyra when she teaches because... When she's like personal and intimate and casual, she's actually a little funny and she actually tells them practical advice and shows them so many examples. And oh my goodness, when they're all walking, you can tell Tyra's the better walker. And I just love moments where you actually see the Tyra's good. That's true. This teach is broken into four sections. Right. The first is the sexy runway walk. And there are a lot of things that make a runway walk sexy, but my personal favorite is a little mo- bit more eye penetration. Oh, boy. Deeper eye penetration. <laughs> as well as some shoulders. Sh- more shoulders, angrier. <laughs> but she does. She nobody does it like Tyra. Nobody does the sexy runway walk like Tyra. No, you have no to one, give it to her. No, she basically invented that Victoria's Secrets runway look. I would say, like, it's iconically how she walks. Is I was really about well. to say, if she didn't invent it, she sure did become the face of it. Yeah. That like strong, confident, real he- wind in the hair kind of walk. Lots of hip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's an athleticism to her, her yes. walk. Next, we get my least favorite part of this lesson, which is how sometimes the camera represents a boyfriend or a husband. And this is how Tyra describes communicating with a boyfriend or a husband. Please. You want to flirt in that camera and ah, and stop and hide and go away. <laughs> you just want to run from that boyfriend or husband. <laughs> Another room. You want to give mixed signals. Ooh, communication That's how you treat is what a, what a waste of time Flirting communication is. Flirting is just saying get away from me. <laughs> wow. Hannah, I appreciate that you did that so well and also added um articles that were not in uh <laughs> tyra's original speech because she says it in the strangest way of sometimes camera in a music video or commercial represents boyfriend or a husband it's a real economy of speech situation <laughs> and also she's so out of breath when winded i also love the thought, like the lack of your boyfriend or your husband, just yes. boyfriend or a husband. Just any husband. Any my, husband. My husband. <laughs> to be fair, we never know her boyfriend's names. Uh, Alexander, can you please give me one Anna, my husband? My husband. 
<laughs> Still my favorite oh, thing you've ever done. Back. <laughs> the boyfriend. Uh, remember the simple time of that plus size contestant? <laughs> so, hold up. The camera gets so weirdly close to Tyra when she's yes. talking about sweet and coy to the point that it feels like a different kind of reality show. One where it's like Laguna Beach where you're constantly getting weird like stolen camera shaky uh-huh. cam footage. Why was it so close to her? She then, are we at part three of the yes. teach? Is this the wall slide? After her telling Chantal that uh, she thinks that her man would think that Chantal is conceited. Yes, because she's just thinking about herself. Oh my god! Posing. So we get to the wall slide, which will only come up again for one of them. When the model slides down the wall, is that what you mean? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Classic thing. So she says one of my favorite nonsense critiques of someone because when Heather does it, she says it looks like Heather's getting arrested. <laughs> Don't know what she means. By that. <laughs> she also <laughs> says to Heather. When you pushed up, you looked to the heavens. He also shades Lisa and says that she's out of shape. To be fair, Lisa does get fully stuck. (laughs) (laughs) And look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is not my opinion, but this is definitely what Tyra wanted to say. It's like, oh, Lisa, I'm really surprised your stripper ass couldn't get back up from that wall. (laughs) But she couldn't say that. She couldn't say that. We also... Sarah gets zero credit for how well she's doing in every single one of these. Well, they can't show her just destroying everything because of the end result of the episode. But they do. They show her wall slide. You're you're right. You're right. And she looks so good. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, they just can't comment on it at all. It's like they can't edit it out. It's like Tatiana's side comments. They can't edit out Sarah succeeding. Then we get to the titular crawling. A thing that will literally not come up <laughs> nope. in the rest of the episode because you would think you don't know it yet but you would think we're talking about music videos there's probably going to be a music video challenge spoiler there is a music video challenge you would think that all of these things would come up in the music video which would be fine mm-hmm. okay sure nope there's because there is zero communication between what tyra teaches them and who even is doing the music video because I, my theory is like they didn't have someone until literally the last minute, and then they booked this the also, way this is structured. The person <laughs> that they eventually get is actually much too famous, especially at this point in time, to include top model teaches in his music video. Yes, that's a fair critique of this situation. <laughs> we'll get to. So they crawl, in which Heather gets the. Critique from Tyra that she has a Tim Burton-esque sexuality. You know what? Heather's not bad at this crawling. No, she's, she's actually not. quite good at the crawling. Or Bianca. Uh, refers to it, cleaning the floor with your knees. Bleh. Thank God she gave them knee pads. I'll say that much. Uh-huh. Um, Bianca is incredibly stiff. And it looks like me the first time I tried to do a bear crawl for a fitness sure. studio class or something. It is like the least fluid thing and fluidity for Bianca we're going to find out is kind of an issue with her modeling and stuff. Also, did anyone else notice that where Tyra's sitting for this crawl teach, she's just looking at butts. Like there's no monitor for face. So she's just staring right at their ass. It's, it's so odd because we as the viewers get the angle you want for this that would theoretically be shot. Right. And we get a side glance of it that's not necessary for anybody, <laughs> only to show that some people round their backs in a way that is not fun. Yeah. 
Although weirdly not Heather for all the hump talk we had no. earlier. So back at the house, we have a really bad look for these women mm. because they do the typical thing of looking around, pointing out their flaws and saying how fat they are. And then Sarah, who is like just hanging around, Bianca says, I weigh the most in this house. And Sarah is... Really, Bianca? Really? As Sarah says. You want to play that game? And then Bianca fucking doubled down on it. Yes. Because even if Bianca was just kind of like saying that casually or she technically meant everyone but Sarah, whatever. Like, again, I'll always give people the benefit of the doubt. They're just babbling and talking all the time. But then she doubled down. So I'd be like, Sarah, how much do you weigh? I'll be like, (gasps) Bianca, you know that Sarah weighs more than you. That's her whole deal on the show. Mm -hmm. Like, don't do that. Also, unrelated, sort of. To look at themselves in the mirror, Bianca, Lisa, and an unidentified third person, I think, Salisha, all stand up on the side of the bathtub, which seems dangerous considering that we know we've lost teeth, we've run into doors. (laughs) Sarah also says, the size thing, it's awkward and it's weird and I don't really know how to deal with it. So I'm just like, hi, here I am. Do with me whatever you want. And it reminded me of how she came into casting. And we've talked about this before. Just being like, I am the size that I am and I'm cool with it. Yeah. And it's really sad to see like the downtrodden version of that. Yeah. It feels like the show has actively tried to like beat that out of her. Of just yeah. like, that's not okay. That's not how modeling works. Yeah, you, you can't, can't just accept yourself real like size. that. I agree. I agree that we're seeing the episode by episode thing of that. And it'd be less frustrating if Sarah wasn't modeling so well. Yes. But she's easily in the top half of the girls that remain. Yeah. Thank God we have this iconic Tyra male to lighten the mood. Y'all, I did a one-person show where I included this clip. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of hear it before you see it. But Heather is mere feet from the Tyra male by herself, staring at it. Tim Burton-esque, if you will. (laughs) And then just goes, guys, guys, Tyra Mel. And then you hear some Tyra Mel, Tyra They <laughs> linger on her for so long. It's long. like she's in a standoff with the Tyra Mel. I have a conspiracy theory about this moment. <laughs> I think the producers basically said, hey, Heather, we don't have enough of you calling for Tyra Mel. And she's like, okay. Okay, sure. Cool. And then they like, she was waiting for the cue. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she's just like, they're like, do you want to leave the room and come back? And she's like, mm, I no. guess so. <laughs> but they also, because they also like prepped all the women downstairs to yep. like do this. It's really shit. But then to leave it in is like the shadiest thing. I think it's, it's, it is. It's this shady moment of trying to like make her look weirder. Yep. Yes. Make her look like this is a thing that autism is doing and that's just not what's happening no she was set up to do this that being said the way she says guys is heather's it's almost like she's she's found a dead body guys guys why not start with tyra mail why just scream guys i also love the no response though. It also, like, it's slightly uh, i'm sure it's production but it also feels slightly like the rest of the house is trying to prank heather Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost as if they were they all should have been like right behind the table and when she says tyra they all popped up like, <laughs> like, we like, were here all along she thought they were all going upstairs together and then she turned around and no one was there and yes. then she turned back around and the tyra <laughs> was there 
guys. I wish, I wish we had cute Tyra Mail things where they're like, they pop up from behind a counter. Like that would be. I would love it. Let me have that television. Let me or have like, it. Or um, like a shoot that they like, it comes in all of a sudden. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like or, when you're at the bank, at the, yes. at the like, a at the driving tube. seller. Pneumatic <gasps> tube. Oh yes. my God. It, imagine if it was long enough that it kind of like Futurama its way all around the <laughs> house. Could see oh my it. God. <gasps> That's a great idea. Guys, Cycle 25. <laughs> Need it. Get us on that production staff. But we get a gross tire mail. Musicians <laughs> love models. Do you have what it takes to share the spotlight? Yuck. That's just like purposely gross too. It's not even like accidentally gross. No. It's so weird. So they obviously know they're going to be in a music video. And then Bianca lets us know that they go to some theater in Hollywood. Love it. You know what? To be fair, that's exactly what the vibe of this whole fucking part of this thing is. (laughs) Why? On God's green earth, did they make all of them go stand on the stage with Jesse, the director, and then we'll get the full names in a second. I didn't write them down because it does not matter. And like two other people just to tell them what they're going to do and then dismiss them. The theater has nothing to do with anything. And they try to make it seem like they immediately go to hair and makeup when they obviously go to a second location that is nowhere near where they are. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jesse Torero is the music video director. Mm-hmm. He introduces Lisa Ariana, which cannot be a real name, who's his assistant, <laughs> and then Billy Parks, the producer. And Billy and Jesse have the gay barrier seat between them because, God forbid, two men sit next to each other. That's not, not, that's not the way God intended men to see it, Alexander. What also is strange is they have a camp, like a God, camp. I haven't heard the phrase. I know you're still talking, Alexander, but I haven't heard the phrase gay barrier in such a long time. And that's such a funny relic of the past. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. But they have a setup of a camera and a like a, t- a screen so they can theoretically cast them or they've done casting here. They it's- talk about how two of the girls and this is after the half of maybe half of them have been through hair and makeup because God knows they slapped something on Bianca's head. <gasps> or, or like Chantal, literally she is halfway through hair and makeup <laughs> because she's in curlers. <laughs> And they're like, one of you is going to get a featured spot in this video that we're going to be casting. Okay. And the lack of clarity on how this was cast. Okay. This is crazy. And this, he, they have to parse their words so carefully to say of who we're picking is both Enrique Iglesias' idea and also production and also the record label, which is very telling of who they pick and the final video that occurs from this video because they definitely did not want a quote-unquote urban vibe for this music video. And it is very clear that they didn't want to say that to the women, and so they have to keep going around like, oh, well, someone's picking who, we'll get back to you. They come back, Enrique Iglesias comes and looks at the merchandise Oh my god, it's just so This this awkward. Enrique picking a wife <laughs> moment <laughs> is so bizarre. And look, I'm gonna give him the card. I don't think he's comfortable with this too. I think no, he I wanted don't. to he's reveal. Like, Why am I I don't make these decisions? Why am I here? He even tries to joke, whatever happens, it's Jesse's fault. Ha ha ha. I don't want this. Well <sighs> Jesse brags about the two music videos he directed. They ain't that good music videos, I'm gonna say. <laughs> but it just it keeps it drags this out so long. We keep seeing 
the same thing of him coming in and be like, we don't know who we're picking. We'll and let you know. Especially po- because the answer comes down to one of you was really tall. Yep. And one of you looked like a vampire, kind of. Well. <laughs> which is true. Which is, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So part of me, how this is executed is, as we've described, just a nightmare. There's part of me that does like the real worldness of this is how a realistic casting would happen. If all of you came in, we'd probably just pick Lisa because we wanted the tallest and we'd probably pick Heather because she has the look that we're going for in the creative brief of vampire. But just say it. Yeah, That's I what do, I mean. I yeah. just wish... I agree with you. It just shouldn't have been so drawn out. The show should not have been trying to convince us yeah. that there was anything that the girls were doing have done or were doing in order to get picked other than or that enrique was picking which i just don't think was even part of the no also i don't like that they picked it after the styling was done because that's not how that would be done you would want a specific styling for a specific part it's like this is the weirdest way to cast and choose did y'all know that vampires have chunky highlights (laughs) They have bad wigs. When Lisa is picked and wins, because it's also framed that she wins, Bianca sucks her teeth so hard, she's basically swallowing them. (laughs) I mean, this is the other, this is the problem inherent with a casting like this in this show, which is that sometimes it's just how you look. A lot of the time when you go on a modeling job, it's do you have the right look? Enrique Iglesias says it's also about their personality. Yeah, the show can't let that exist. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, because it, it, and again, I just kind of wish it was the real worldness of, we just picked, yeah, we wanted someone super tall. I just don't know why we spend so much time. That's the craziest thing to me. Well, I think from the, from the editing of the episode perspective, it's for me, and I, I, we were chatting about this before we started recording this episode, like, the music video, like, production, to me itself, like, is kind of uneventful. Like, most of them just kind of do fine, and that's it. Like, yes. obviously, we're going to talk about the individual setups and mostly what they're dressed in. <sighs> but, like, they kind of just all do a generally okay job. So there's not a lot of, like, shenanigans happening, which is, I think, why they added in Maybe. this. And they were just, like, so happy that Heather passed out. <laughs> I think there's only one person who truly does a bad job and it's because they don't do what they were told to do. Yep. We'll get, we'll get there. So, we'll get there. But I, I, I smell what you're stepping in. There are so many extras in this fucking video. I mean, it's a dance club to be fair. Sure. It's a vampire dance club. <laughs> you know what? I'm so sorry. You're right. <laughs> all dance clubs are vampire dance clubs. <laughs> Not all dance clubs, Hannah. Um, <laughs> I think that Chantal, from what we see, kind of kills it. Oh, I fully disagree. I think in the later footage, it doesn't translate. But to the real, to the top model camera, I thought she looked what she, I don't know. I I think. He told her that you're going to stand here and dance. Well, she didn't. And every once in a while, give us a look at Enrique. She does not move. That's true. She doesn't do the brief at all. And also later, it also seemed like he instructed her to track someone as if they're moving across the room and she also doesn't do that like she literally just models yeah i do think when i first saw chantal she's extremely striking 
the way she is styled. Yes. And also that platinum blonde hair and her overall look and her face really works for this. I was disappointed with the actual performance. Mm -hmm. Sure. She she also has the look that they like to use specifically in Enrique Iglesias' music videos. Yes. I don't know if you remember, he, he did that video with Anna Kornikova. Yes. Sure. And Chantal definitely has that vibe. But I was really annoyed that I was like, you were told to date. You had a whole training about dancing. Sure, I agree. And the director specifically told you to dance. I think I was just, I was uh, bewildered and bedazzled by her look as mm-hmm. actual clothing that not everyone got clothing and she got a dress. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fair and true. <laughs> you know what's interesting about Chantal is that this will be the second episode in a row where like, we have some really mixed feelings about Chantal as a contestant yeah. and as a performance. She, wow, guys, Chantal starts the conversation. Chantal's <laughs> provocative. Wow. You know what she is? A controversial, debatable beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Slam dunk. Talk about featuring someone in this video. Hi, Ambriel's nipples, because wowzers. <laughs> so prominent. I, I what? <sighs> but it's also poor. This poor Who's woman. It's just another episode where Jesse tells her when her shooting is done how great she did. Yes. And it also looked like she did well. She also had to actually do something, whereas later, Celicia, Sarah, and Bianca get sit. to sit down <laughs> there. <laughs> Ambrielle had to do the actual teach of the wall slide while also dancing and making eye contact. Is the only one who it's had to do anything. the only one to do, do anything. anything. No, Celicia would have us believe differently. Fuck. Well, now let me say this. Did I also write the note, oh my God, don't lick your tongue like that? And I mean, they also yeah. brought that up. Yeah. I was like, uh-huh. Ambriel, you're, you're not suckling on ice cream. We find out later though that all of them only got three takes. <sighs> Wild. Lisa, I thought was pretty bad at her thing. Also because she looked directly into the camera at Thank one point. Thank you. That bothered <laughs> me so much. She literally kicked, then like, Looked at him, looked at the camera to be like, and we're done? No. (laughs) (laughs) And also, she doesn't kick her leg high enough. She's just like, dink. It's just like, it's not stopping. You're just like tripping him. It was no rock climbing shoot. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we know how high that leg can go. So when we get to the uh, sitting area. I can't wait. Hold up. I can't believe neither of you talked about Jenna's bump it. (laughs) I kind of loved it. I love an Amy styling. I don't think it looked bad, but I was just like, oh, they did a bump it. <laughs> like, they literally <laughs> gave her a bump it. I don't like how they just threw Jenna into that scene and had nothing to do. Also, like, Jenna is going to get so much crap this episode for her <laughs> performance. And I thought she was the very definition of fine. Sure. <laughs> she, was, she was absolutely she was there. the least featured of any of these girls. And, <laughs> and all she, she had to do was turn. Fine with it. <laughs> So then we go into the uh, sex uh, rest area <laughs> where Celicia, <laughs> Celicia continues her storyline of taking a, a very uh, unique approach to what she has to do. So anytime Celicia has to sit next to someone, she has to sex up on them as though that'll will the commercialness of her away. Because, and it works for her. I was about well, to say, it's consistently worked out for Celicia. She's not learning any other <laughs> lessons. And then Sarah gets shoved into the most unflattering option for her. And for really anybody. For anyone. Nobody is going to look good in this. 
Especially not also seated. Well, this is what bothers me so much. They clearly are like, well, we have nothing for fat, fat Sarah, who is clearly not losing weight, right? So we're going to just put her in a dress that gives. Here's a net. Here's a full net that you're going to be in. And she's like, fun. This is fun for me. And what's a shame is her hair and her makeup are actually some of the more successful. And I think she still looks pretty banging in this horrible dress. But it just makes her feel so shitty because that's clearly what they've done to her. Yeah. And uh, but I'm sorry. No matter what they did to Sarah, <laughs> what they do to Bianca. <laughs> this? Two wigs. This hair how, is how did it... the cheapest, worst thing I've ever seen. And I just, I, I had, I had flashbacks to what she said. I'm going to look like a streetwalker. And I'm like, Bianca. <laughs> Just you wait, girl. (laughs) Just you wait. She wraps her arm in that chain and kissy faces so hard. How is that hair staying on her head, though? (laughs) It's not attached. (laughs) It's not Very reminiscent of the three sunflower petals, honestly. It it almost looks like the hair was in, like, cardboard pieces, right? And they just stuck them... It literally looks like the clip-ins that I had for my Barbie. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Of course they do. I also, the way she's holding this chain makes you really think that the chain is going to be important to the scene. Like she's going to pull it and I don't know, more vampires are going to fall from the ceiling. I don't know what it'd be. But I'm just like, it's just nothing. It's just a set piece that she gets to hold. Celicia describes what they do in this video and never have there been more words to describe less happening where she says... It was all just about being sexy and flirty, but not being video sexy and hoochie. It was more classic model. Classic model. Which is this. not what this video is. She was For not paying attention. 16 seconds of looking at the camera. Touching up on Sarah's thigh again. It is so funny. Two things. I think they're both. Jesse definitely says the second thing I'm going to be- about to say, but then I think Bianca might say the first. Two of my favorite things because they're both just so nothings of sentences. I think Bianca describes the girl who comes in with Enrique as the vampire-esque girl. And I'm like, that's all of them. It's literally a vampire club. Uh-huh. Secondly, Jesse, feedback afterwards to all three of them. That was nice. A lot of that worked. Well, thanks. I think we also skipped over Heather's initial. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about Heather's, like, turn and look. Turn and look. Turn your face to me. No, turn your face to me again. Yeah. You did a good job. Yeah, she got... I don't, what's so funny is like, Lisa is clearly quote unquote more featured. It didn't feel like Heather was. Featured Featured just means you get to touch Enrique. That's what yeah, featured meant. That is what featured means. That's oh, gross. That's interesting. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone else just got to look at Enrique. <laughs> so then the drama of the episode happens. And the drama is not really that Heather faints. It's that there is clear OSHA and union violations occurring on this fucking set. Set out loud. So they're at the end, they're doing dancing in this, what's described multiple times as hot, hot set. It's 8 PM at night. They, I assume no one, but including Heather hasn't eaten since breakfast. They're jumping Mm -hmm. around in heels on concrete. It is a, an unventilated warehouse space is what it looks like. Absolutely. No fans anywhere. And then Heather's feeling bad and she has such a sweet talking head where she's like, I just didn't want to like bother any of the people around me. 
I'm like, she's not even thinking about herself. She just doesn't want the shoot to F up. And then she all but collapses. Sarah goes over and Sarah starts by playfully saying something, then immediately realizes how serious it is yep. because she looks paler than pale. Finally, Gil, the onset medic, shows up. Gil's such a hero. Not here for any of this bullshit. Also, when they cut back to the other girls, they look like some of them were smirking at this. As though, Heather, thank God this is happening to Heather, because this might get her out of the competition. Well, we get a lot of people caring about Heather, and then we absolutely get Celicia and Bianca not caring about Heather. to differing degrees. Heather's taken separately. She passes by Enrique who the first time is just like, oh, what's happening? The second time you can tell Enrique's like, do we have insurance for this? (laughs) I didn't want them here. There's also so much untaped wiring running across these floors Mm -hmm. where people are walking and dancing. Yeah. When she's she's collapsing, it's hard to tell if she is collapsing because she is fully dehydrated or, uh, or if like she's tripping over things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Chantal is super worried. Yeah. She really is. Like, it was actually really sweet when she was like, don't do that. Like, have you eaten? Had, like, sit, like, she literally was t- scared for yeah. and, Heather. And Gil is fully like, it's too hot in here several yeah. times. Yep. And then, like, gives her water and a banana and says, her, you have a fan to, in front of her, too. You have to eat tomorrow. It's like putting gas in a car. Yeah. Just please tell me you're eating. <laughs> And then yeah, he, he's Gil, you can tell, is very worried for whatever reason. Maybe it's because, like, you know, it might be partly because they're models and it's competition. It's a stressful environment. But, like, there maybe she said something about the fact that she hadn't eaten since breakfast. But, like, that's a long... Con, let's consider that breakfast was probably, like, at 8 or 9 a.m. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's a full intermittent fasting moment. And yep. when but we find also out... Also have been doing all this exercise. When we find out what time they get home, it's even worse. Yeah. So, Celicia says something so nonsensical that she basically thinks that Heather passed out because, unlike the rest of them, Heather doesn't party until 2 a.m. She's not used to this kind of lifestyle. I'm like, that is absolutely not what was happening. Don't make it about her social awkwardness. Once again, it's infantilizing Heather. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bianca has a new brand, The Bearer of Bad News. (laughs) (laughs) Heather is not going to be able to live a model's life without people telling her what to do. What? I don't even understand that critique. I also, when Salisha, I wrote the note, Salisha sees attention happening and makes herself a part of it by grabbing a stethoscope and shoving it under Heather's top to see if she's still a supermodel under there, which Sarah then basically is like, get away, like leave her alone. This is serious. And then Salisha has a full attitude about it of like, I'm just, just, Also, yeah. the, med- the medic is trying to leave and he needs a stethoscope, so. Yeah. <laughs> also, were they just, I love that they were just done after Heather passed out. They were like, oh, we don't need them for any more shots. Mm-hmm. Like, we're done. I also like to point out, as people who have been on set, I'm, I think Hannah's been on set too. The banana that, uh, the banana that uh, Heather gets, that's the one banana that's always at Crafty. The singular yeah. banana. There's always just like a <laughs> banana. Just one. You didn't have 15 stale bagels to give her? There's usually a bunch of those. <laughs> Some, like, shitty candy that's, like, slightly off-brand. That's point, it's just a tub of cream cheese, though. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Can we talk? Can we talk about the tub of cream cheese where some asshole peels off 
the like foam layer but doesn't peel it off all the way so then you just have that loose limp skin (laughs) i hate it peel it off all the way there's usually a trash can right beside of you i hate it (laughs) back in the house bianca tries to convince the other girls that she said that people go home (laughs) untrue (laughs) at 3 a.m they get back to the house at three in the morning how long was this stupid this stupid music video Especially when you all only had three takes. Like, how long yes. are you sitting, sitting in that makeup trailer? Celicia just still has her highlights. And I know sometimes they come back with makeup makeup, and hair stuff done. But, like, how did they do this to Celicia and not make it permanent? But it, it's her, definitely her, like, makeover hair. Yeah. I was, I really want a, a deep dive into, like, <laughs> how this was possible. Because part of me was like, is this just Celicia's look now? You and I want to deep dive into this diagonal night to day wipe we get on the pool (laughs) (laughs) i would also happily deep dive into tyra's panel outfit because i think it might actually be her best panel look it's good it's good i have a note about it Mm -hmm. should tyra just wear all black more often she just looks great and it's got like it's got an asymmetrical collar but in the way that you want something to right before panel chantal Let's us know that she was gave the body and the face to do this. By God. By God. By God. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> and Ambrielle is desperate to remind you of her plot line now. I'm not supposed to be here. But Ambrielle is not desperate to let us know what she's reading because she has put a paper cover over her book. Ooh. Can we not get the marketing rights to the Bible? Because <laughs> you know that's what Ambrielle's <laughs> reading. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. I had a real fun moment with this because Tyra does this silly thing that's like fun, silly, um, but dangerous to Lisa, where she asks them all to do kind of the wall slide down, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, they look like an octopus. And then she said, well, wow, you all just kind of look like an octopus. And I was like, ah, it was the only time that's ever happened to me where I've had a note and then Tyra's very normally said it too. Guys, am I fully crazy? Is Nigel Barker never going to be sexy? Because if there was one week when Nigel would have been sexy, don't yes. you think it would have been this well, week? But would you really call him sexy in his I'm auditioning for guys and dolls suit that he's wearing? No, it doesn't matter what he's wearing. Guys, does, does I'm worried about this. In the course I, of the show? I thought that was his title. I thought he always had that. Maybe it's truly just always been noted fashion photographer. 
Is this like that Berenstein Berenstein thing? <laughs> the Mandela effect? Yeah. I think it might be. Yeah. Um, I noticed a bad fashion thing, and I want <gasps> you both to be proud of me. <laughs> so Tyra is Bagan in this black dress. She has a dark brown arm cuff, though. Yeah. And I've been told that black and brown don't match well. <laughs> not like this. <laughs> not like this. I, I like you saying that like not like this not like this, <laughs> not like this. <laughs> twiggy says hello pretty ladies who cares what twiggy says because we get a fascinating look at something when miss J says power to the people <gasps> puts a fist in the air mm-hmm. and here are the five people that do a fist back Celicia, fine yep uh-huh. ambriel Fine. Mm-hmm. Yanka, fine. Uh-huh. Lisa, fine. Yep. And Sarah. And I was like, ooh, strong choice, wrong choice. <laughs> and I was really proud of the other white women for being like, nope. Yeah. Yep. Because I'm going to tell our listeners right now, if you're white, that's not for you. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't no. do it. Even if someone does it friendly to you. Not for you. Nod. Give, a, nope. give an acknowledgement. And I don't think Sarah did anything terrible. She was just going no. along with the bit, but it was just so funny that I was like, oh man, we were so close to just doing that perfectly. <laughs> so I don't believe that Tyra knows what video was filmed because the way she talks to Jesse is like, can you explain like who it was or for what <laughs> song or like where you filmed? I know, but... I want you to tell. But it's vampires in an underground club. Tyra also continues her inability to charade with her hands appropriately because she says that they have to act and portray while rolling dice. <laughs> and <you're> just sort of <laughs> She was inspired by Nigel's suit. <laughs> I think Tyra's one of those people that like, you know when you are called in a lie and you like try to vaguely explain something so that people like pick up on the most true thing of what you're saying. I think Tyra does that, but with her body. She's like, you know, you're, you're just going around, like, you know, <laughs> and just like constantly moving your hands, making some birds. Just like, it could be anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listeners, if we ever needed a video version of this podcast, it's this exact moment exactly. where the three of us were all just doing our own Tyra hand motions. Yeah. That's what we'll put behind the paywall. Yeah. Just not a whole video podcast, just that moment. Yeah. We have a justice and injustice for Lisa, the star girl out of all these girls, where they love what she did, which, okay, mm. slightly surprised, but like, I truly think that everybody mostly did fine this week. Oh, yeah, this is a fine fest if we've ever had one. But then Nigel says if you could really turn on that kind of performance in a photograph like she's never had the best photo of the week also what is this why they treat lisa like this like lisa's the kind of contestant this show should want usually loves to triumph why does this all have shitty video footage filter on it and i honestly thought that that's what the video was gonna look I like mean, until they showed the clip at the end of the show yeah that the weirdest thing is that they put this filter on it and you're like okay well that's what it is it's like that's the stylistic choice whatever but mm-hmm. then it just doesn't to ambriel tyra <gasps> says did you apply sliding down the wall to sliding down the pole which, first what? of all, obviously. Second of all, I would love if Ambriel was like, oh, 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 oh. So, duh, sorry, what I didn't. missed opportunity. 
And then she goes, as a reminder, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> I am glad Jess- Jesse stuck up for her a yes. little bit. He should have well, done it more. Yes. But it was hard to when everyone else was just like bad, terrible. And he was like, uh, she did exactly I gave her the I feedback want. that she was quite good. So why would she have done anything else? Tyra gets on this hoochie train some more. Which it just wasn't. It just Wait, wasn't. No. Also, like, that's not what you were supposed to do in this video. Like, right? honestly. Yeah, the leather bikini vampire. <laughs> Celicia and Sarah get summoned together. <laughs> I think, once again, I think Sarah looked great. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank you, Nigel, for your opinion on her body and how she feels about it. Well, first of all, they're like, you were pulling faces while you were watching yourself. Like, that's never happened before. Um, And also the faces she was pulling were like, ooh. Like, it's evidence of some deep-seated insecurity. No, Instead of being like, oh, oh my god, I'm on camera, which we all have done. Yes. Also, what the edit happened? When Nigel was talking and they flip camera and show him saying a sentence from private panel. <gasps> yeah. Oh, and you can tell because they changed the camera angles for private panel. It's so, look, this whole cycle, we have noticed more editing shenanigans than ever before. But this was blatant in a way that was shocking to me. I just don't appreciate this whole thing that he's gotten on of telling her how she feels about her body. It's now yeah. gone beyond you've lo- you're losing weight. It's like you're losing weight. This is how you should rationalize it and internalize it and it's just really and gross. It's just so, they just they gang up on her. Yeah. She's like they finally make her cry. They finally do it so much that she's starting to really get upset about it, which is hard to watch. Quite a bit of weight and she's like People, at, she says the only thing she knows to be true, which she says, you know, people have said that I haven't been doing it on purpose. And then Tyra just like whispers, we all think so. We all think so. It's awful. As though she's lying. As mm-hmm. though they're trying to catch her out yep. in lie. And they want her to say like, well, it's a lot of pressure being in a house with people that are skinny. That's, which is not at all what it is. And Sarah's not going to give it to them. And instead, she's just feeling bullied because she is being bullied. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's such a shame because she does fine in the video. Yeah. I thought she looked good. Yes. She had a great look. And I'll say this too. I, I think Celicia also looked fine. I will say that I think both Celicia and Sarah had literally the easiest thing to do. Yes. But they both did fine at it. I also yeah. really didn't like the shady thing of we're going to cont- keep the when the camera panned down to Sarah's stomach to like, hmm? Yeah. Like a re- like a camera reset, but then they ca- it was very like gross. Yeah, I agree. They do some of that shenanigans to Jenna too, where they show her like smirking and laughing. Oh, I'm like, it was between God. takes. So Jenna and Heather are next. The one positive about this, love Heather's panel hair. <gasps> Speaking yeah. of Heather's up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they go all in on Jenna for smirking. But it was also not bad. But it was also good. When you're flirting. Yes. Common flirtation technique. And then they go on this whole thing of like, well, now you look more sad and somber because you're getting critiques that you don't like, but there's also something mm, beautiful about that. And I'm like, they basically call her a vampire at panel. Yeah. It's so weird how they treat Jenna. And I was like, she's not upset because she's getting bad critique. Well, she is. That's always part of it, obviously. Anyone should react to that. But 
she's also like getting confusing critique that she does not understand. And she was at first trying to be cute about it, like, oh, he walked down the stairs and, you know, he kind of smirked at me. So it made me smile. But that's and not like, what a vampire does. You were a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna looks like she's going to punch Tyra in the face. Yeah. yeah. That ponytail's going to be weaponized very soon. <laughs> I also feel like when she gets stressed, her hair just like takes it on because you can practically see like the smaller hair is like coming out of the ponytail yes. as she's getting critiqued. <laughs> Jenna, Jenna's flyaways tell their own time linear story every panel. Chantal's next. And we kind of already talked about it. Yeah. But, but- Tyra seems to think that when you're tracking someone, you also need to point at them as they move across the screen <laughs> she should have that dancer next to chantal was working yes. yes oh my god <laughs> i was exhausted looking at that but here's the thing again on camera she looks great she just didn't do what she was supposed to do yeah. and jesse rightly talks about that as well but she looks good which is i think she looked really kind good. of a model's job <laughs> it's basically mm-hmm. what tyra has done in the video clips that we saw for yeah, music right? videos bianca's up last and y'all she comes across so slutty in this video. The kissing lips were bizarre to watch. <laughs> so Nigel says something, and you all know that Nigel is not my favorite. But the way he phrases this, you force the cameraman to pan away from your face after all the kissings you were doing. The cameraman was scared of that face. All those kissings. <laughs> You knew very well that that cameraman was scared of kissing. (laughs) Then Tyra says that kisses are good as long as they're fluid. And she says, it wasn't like, I love you, bite my finger, mwah, mwah. Don't you believe she had done like the full on like back to camera, like fake making out. (laughs) (laughs) And well, then the example of the example of fluidity <laughs> is the cabbage patch, which is notoriously not. Like, it's notoriously, there's a distinct pop in a cabbage patch move. What I also find fascinating about that cabbage patch is it was clearly a reference that Bianca remembered from their teach that was edited out. And I was like, that's shitty editing to have mentioned something clearly in a teach that you're going to reference later than get away with it. But yeah, the cabbage patch is like fluid while you're going around and then you're and then like... reset it (laughs) reset it (laughs) yeah so funny fluidity of half a cabbage patch yes (laughs) there's no better way to describe it private panel huh embryol hasn't once had any magic for twiggy Ugh. (sighs) she's not even gonna get the most fucked over this episode and it's still getting fucked over yeah for real Tyra doesn't understand how the camera likes Lisa. <laughs> I think they just decided that it's Jenna's turn to get fucked with. I guess. Wiggy literally says maybe Jenna needs a little shock. <sighs> they, okay, mm, this is a great time to talk about this. Because we've mentioned it, but not really dove into it. This is also the cycle of teaching girls lessons. Mm-hmm. and whenever they don't want to eliminate a girl, but they want to teach her a lesson to, quote, light a fire under them, they 
slap them in the bottom two, and then we'll immediately take credit the next episode of like, wow, Celicia, I guess being in the bottom two really made the supermodel come alive or whatever. And it's so irritating that now they're like teaching people lessons via bottom two placement. And I don't think it's been this blatant where they've said it and they've let us see them say Uh it. Yeah, it's always more been like a theory that we've discussed, but now they're just straight up telling us that they're doing that, which is not a great look. We also continue talking about Sarah's weight and that Nigel asked, do we ever have a plus size model in this competition? Jay says that. Oh. Yeah, to be fair. And then Nigel says, you can't just say you're a plus size model when you're not. And I'm like, she never did though. No, she's always said. you saying that about her. Yeah, she sometimes refers to herself as that, but only because that is so much of what you have discussed with her. But she came into auditions very much like, I'm this size, it's a real size thing. Not really plus, it's not really model. Not not really model, you know what I mean? Like, not really like the traditional skinny size zero model. There's also this thing that's happening, and it happened to Victoria before, and it feels uncomfortably racialized to me. And they're like, why do you think Chantal did so bad this week? Do you think she was nervous? Yep, that's it. Chantal was nervous. I hated that. Chantal has never given us any indication. Not once. Of nerves. No, not at all. The confident one. Yes. She's excited to be there all the time. And the fact that maybe being nervous never got brought up for, say, Ebony. Right. But did get brought up for both Victoria and Chantal. Yeah, it seems they're kind of pushing this like scared Twiggy narrative on these white women Mm -hmm. that they don't give credit to women of color on the show. Yeah. It's interesting. I didn't even consider that, but that's an interesting look at that. Pulling out this nervousness thing where it's just not what applies at all because that's what they want the narrative to be. Mm -hmm. We -hmm. also get a terrible Nigel moment (laughs) where he refers to himself as English ghetto. This moment. Because, again, it could have been so funny because he said fitted instead of fit. And Tyra kind of calls him out of like, oh, British people talk so proper. Looks like you don't Mm -hmm. always talk so proper. And that should have been the edit. And Uh that would have been cute. Uh, I always give people the smallest, 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 smallest benefit of a doubt that that word was a word we said slightly more often because we hadn't had like the conversation that we shouldn't. It was. And Tyra thinks it's funny. Yeah, it's just I don't twenty twenty one. Nigel's not given the Nigel's not been given the feedback that that is not. He needs Bianca there to be like that. Her <laughs> talk isn't a good look on you. Elimination order. Can we talk about the fact that she didn't say screen? <gasps> oh, I know. Screen they were How photos. How did they on know set. what they were getting? <laughs> she said they were photos taken on set, and I was like, that would have been cool to look at. I wish we had seen them because the oh. glimpses I saw were kind of cool and kind of maybe, pretty. Maybe we should have also judged them on that. We also did that on the other music video. Uh-huh. They took photos on set for Shake Your Body. Why don't we see those? That It could have been such a cool double thing to compare. Right? Huh. Also, why can't we take screen captures of music videos? <laughs> Can we talk? <laughs> why isn't that a thing we have? Lisa's first call out. Okay. Okay. And then it's Heather, and it feels like they just also got first and second because they got first Picked. and second in the casting weirdness earlier, yeah. Yeah. which is fine. Then Celicia. Why? <laughs> then Bianca. <laughs> what? 
I'm going to say this right now. Based on just the footage, I would have sent Bianca home. Yes! Uh-huh. Hers was the only one that... Her and Chantal were the bottom two for me. Yes. yes. And Bianca's was unusable to me. Unusable. Then Ambriel. Which, thank God, she just, like, didn't, survived. Yeah. Although you didn't do what I told you to. You did the exact opposite of what I told you to do. Yeah, she's not going to get away unscathed. And then Jenna, because they're punishing her. Oh, my God. Jenna... I'm sure this is a hard week for you because you're the girl that every week is at the lead of the pack. When we gave you your critique, you just fell apart. She nope, did? She didn't. She did was I about ready it? to rage. Was she supposed to smile through you telling her that she did badly? Because that doesn't work for Ambrielle, who does that all the time. And so that leaves Sarah and Chantal in the bottom. Which Chantal legit, like... I think Chantal is a legit bottom two placement. Like, Sarah doesn't deserve this. No! If you were just guessing, trying to guess who was about to go home from the critique, they say to Chantal that her performance in the video was a waste of film. Yikes. And then they send Sarah home. This had so... Just took me back to Takara's elimination. Uh Uh-huh. Fully took me back to Takara's elimination, where it's like at some point they just decided a, a girl who wasn't the traditional model size was just not going to win this cycle. So they're like, we're done. Yeah, they just, they very much decided when the storyline was done. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah tries to smile through it and then fully crumbles. Sarah has one of the saddest sobbing moments. And also it doesn't help that Tyra is talking to Chantal for such a long time. And also, once again, is like, oh, when you get on, don't be intimidated by getting on set. Has never been Chantal's problem. Never her story. Because someone needs to tell Chantal that because it has never crossed her mind to be nervous about being a model. Or intimidated for sure. No! I will say, the clip we see from this video makes me really miss Shake Your Body. Not a bad <laughs> video, consider- comparatively. I still like Shake Your Body's video. <laughs> <laughs> so where is Sarah? So Sarah has a... Re- First of all, it's a very positive update. Thank God. Yay. Um, Sarah Hartsthorn. Hartshorn. H-A-R-T-S and then horn with an E on the end of it. Hartshorn. Hartshorn? I heard it pronounce it like in a video and it still didn't help me. I had a very much a Frederick moment from the other (laughs) time. So what's cool about this, and I wanted to wait to this reveal, is I have multiple friends who know Sarah. And truly, I also might know Sarah. (gasps) Sarah's. She's, I know, right? Um, (laughs) Well, to be fair, it's half the cast of Top Model. So if I'm going to know someone, it's a Sarah. You're going to know a couple. It's going to be a She's a comedian in New York. She's a comedian in New York. And our friend of the show, uh, Kate. I won't necessarily say Kate's last name, just in case for privacy reasons. But like, she knows her. And she was like, hey, I saw you started Cycle 9. Like, I, I know her. She's great. She's lovely. I've only heard positive things. She's it's a very easy update because, like, when I looked her up on Twitter, I wasn't currently following her, but 90 of my <laughs> friends were. So I literally could have done a show with her and not know. You wow. know what I mean? Yeah. So here's from her official website, which is, I think, com. Her very fun, short, brief bio. And then I'll tell you some other fun stuff. So. Sarah is best known as the plus-size contestant on Cycle 9 of America's Next Top Model (laughs) and was voted least annoying contestant of her cycle by the now defunct annoyingornot.com. Is that like a subsidiary of hotornot.com? It was. It really was. After the show, she modeled all over the world for clients like Glamour, Vogue, Skechers, and more. Since, finger quotes, retiring 
Inker from modeling. She's performed stand-up all over NYC and at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and was part of the Feminist Buzzkills of Comedy Tour with Abortion Access Front, where she is currently a writer. You can see her on Netflix is Explained and HBO's Vice on Consent. Speaking on Consent is what I assume that means. Please follow her on social media. It's how she gets her (laughs) self-worth. She... (laughs) Her Instagram bio is retired plus size model. And in the parentheses, American Moose Woman. American what woman? Moose. Moose? Moose Woman. Mm. Yeah. Out here on the beach with the fear of the clam in my heart. (laughs) What? And then she's on Twitter and she's mostly making jokes. And there's one joke that I want to share that's very funny. Why is soup trending? Did it die? (laughs) (laughs) She also recently was on a Seriously.TV. Y'all remember Seriously.TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like uh, Patty Hardison and some other, like, comedians Mm -hmm. that I really enjoy were on it and doing stuff. My friend John was on it um, and doing a lot of stuff for them. And my friend Katie, who hosted this um, Should I or Should I Not kind of show where they would get two people with differing opinions. And this was Should I or Should I Not go on a reality TV show. And my friend Dana was all had i didn't realize this was on a reality tv show about newlyweds oh. and she was the pro side and sarah was the not go on reality <laughs> tv <show> side. <laughs> and it was it's very very funny there wasn't like necessarily a lot of like tea spilled or anything sure. like that but she did say that she like continued as she said to do a lot of plus size catalog modeling afterwards and she was like you know the show did do its job in the sense that like i didn't consider becoming a model beforehand and once i was on the show that was something that i got confidence in and opened up to me which is just great also she's our first person to have an only fans <gasps> sarah and it's not like hidden or anything it's like all over her like, sure. social media sarah bh um, is the username. And it seems like based on pictures from Instagram and her website and all that good stuff that she does a lot of kind of like sexy costuming. Nice. Because mm. you can do like custom costuming kind of stuff. Also, I know that OnlyFans is becoming this space for both sex work stuff and also comedy that's a little bit more uncensored and unrated. Sure. So I, I, you know, I'm not subscribed, so I didn't have the ability to watch any of her stuff, but she might be at the intersection of some of those stuff. But yeah, Sarah's living her life in New York as a comedian. She seemingly lives close to me. Great. Because I, I looked her up. She's in East Harlem. So like... Love not, it. Yeah, great. Absolutely. Be, can we just become friends with Sarah? Yeah, apparently. We'll apparently. just have her listen. I, we talk y'all, about- I might be already. <laughs> I'm, I'm really worried. I'm really worried. I'll be like, hey, I got introduced to you through my friends and blah, blah, blah. And she'll be like, we've met five times. I'm DW, like, oh, I know cool, who you are. Cool energy. I really like Sarah a lot. Another contestant that I had no memory of who was yes. delightful, who the show just ground into dust. I'm so happy that she thrived afterwards. I'm going to say controversial my favorite sarah so far Ooh, top sarah she's she's good i was gonna say something <laughs> the also Persian t- community is gonna be so mad well, at you. <laughs> i'm gonna also say i think she had the ability to actually be the first plus size quote-unquote winner i agree and i know that some people are gonna be like but takara but i'm like yeah but if you when we looked back at takara the show treated her poorly but also her pictures weren't necessarily always the absolute best while sarah's always had like some of the top photos for yeah. me and uh-huh. seemed like she would have been good in 
more commercially stuff later. And had a good walk. Yep. Yeah, I think maybe that's part of the reason they were so like up their butts about this plus size thing is they were like in their heads, they were quote losing their plus size winner, which is so silly. But yeah, Sarah's like, I'm, it's so interesting how cycle nine has been such a a cycle of me learning to love people that I completely didn't even remember before. Revelations. Yeah. Yeah. Reveals. And if you think we reveal things, go to our only, no, Uh, you should rate, (laughs) review and subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> Not our OnlyFans yet, but uh, you should do that and leave us a nice little review. We love hearing from you. And if you can't leave us a review on iTunes, you can go to podchaser.com or you can send us an email, and not a handwritten letter, uh, through our website, podleadum.com. Uh, we love hearing it. I forward them immediately to Hannah and JW. Mm-hmm. It's a little nice little wake up. The best part of waking up is Tyra Mail on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Also, if you'd like to support us, uh, if that's what makes you happy, you can always do that at anchor.fm slash podleadum and uh, throw us some of uh, your loose change that you find. And you Literally can't. 99 cents is all you need to throw us. You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. Come check me out on Instagram at Hannah Jean Ginsburg. And I don't have as good as soup jokes, but I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And always use the hashtag podleadum so that we can lap it up like soup. I love uh, it. So for Podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.